Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. I hope you all are doing well. Hope that you all find yourselves in a good space as we are halfway through this week. Um, Today's podcast episode is going to be one that is a little more cutthroat from the heart but I think super important. But before we get there, I want to take a quick moment to say thank you to every person who is new, who's tuning into the podcast today, whether you this is your first time or maybe you are returning, um, but still fairly new. Thank you so much for your support. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning, my dreamers, my squad, thank you so much for your continued support. Yo, keep spreading the word about the between the dream podcast and let your people know so i'm going to be completely honest with you all um, as we get ready to dive into today's conversation i'm actually recording this um, a day early or i guess you can say the night before um, and i wanted to hold off on doing this so if it sounds a little quieter tonight just understand that i'm in a real somber space right now and i'm, I'm thinking about a lot as it pertains to this particular conversation And that is because as we continue to have talks about suicide prevention and just things that have to do with awareness, this one I think I hold really near and dear to my heart. It's personal experience and it's something that I think that um, many people go through but don't always get a chance to um, have honest conversation about. And it's something that's growing in the field of mental health when it comes to um, more cases that we see. And that is the conversation around body image and not just any kind of body image, but body image that usually leads to some form of depression that starts to teeter over into suicidal thoughts. And that unfortunately for more people um, in today's age um, tend to steer over into successful suicide attempts. And so I want to just break this down because this is something that I lived. And as you know, I start these podcast episodes off with a quick snippet or something from one of my books. And today I'm coming from chapter two out of my third book, Love Between My Scars. Chapter two is called Image Issues. And I'm very open and honest and transparent in this chapter. But I want to read this quick passage that hopefully not only sheds light to today's conversation, but I think um, really just kind of gives you an idea of where we're headed. And so page 23, I say, there are people all around the world who struggle with issues that focus around image, validation, and acceptance. As people, we often find ourselves going through our day-to-day lives trying to impress others. Some of us work to get the approval of others and attempts to feel better about ourselves. People believe many misconceptions about human nature using the if and then beliefs to guide them. We think that if we wear the best clothes, drive the best car, make the most money or indulge in maybe sexual acts, someone will then appreciate us in some way. We long for others to see the value in us that we fail to see within ourselves. Many of us cheat ourselves repeatedly for the sake of individuals who cannot add value to our lives. And if we tell the truth, some people were never meant to be in our lives. We just desire to have them present. And I'm going to stop right there. Um, That was a small snippet of the image issues chapter in 
the book Love Between My Scars. And I think that this is is so important when we have this conversation around our image. Um, Simply put, because as we are now in 2020 and as we're in this Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and this is the actual week where you see a lot taking place. World Suicide Prevention Day is uh, a few days away, literally Thursday, uh, September 10th. And so with that being the case, you know, um, one of the things that that we talk about in prevention um, are the different areas in where we can provide hope and help. And I think one area that could use a little more light when it comes to the conversation of prevention is actually in the area of body image and the suicidal thoughts that it can bring about. Um, More and more studies are starting to prove that there is a link between the negative body image and suicidal thoughts. And so, you know, and a lot of this has come with, uh, you know, body positivity and body neutrality movements that we see. And I think that it's something that, you know, is is sometimes overlooked, but plays a huge part. And I'm not going to speak from anybody else's experience on this episode except for mine. Um, That portion that I read you out of the chapter comes from a greater conversation, which has to do with the fact that growing up specifically as a preteen into a young teen, um, I found myself going through this really weird growth period where I was this short, pudgy kid, um, you know, overweight. The last one picked sometimes when it came to sports. I wasn't as lean or athletic or as fast as my peers. Um, I just didn't have the look, per se, of one of those kids that you could tell is going to be an athlete at the time. Didn't realize that it was actually a kind of like growth thing that not only myself, but both of my brothers would go through. And it was just almost hereditary, I guess you could say. But needless to say, coming into my first public school as a child who had no clue um, what I was looking forward to or what was to come, you know, I ended up coming into a a heavy roasting culture where, you know, we we joked on each other. And so for me, I tend to be a lot of the, the butt end of the weight jokes, the fat jokes, the chubby jokes, and it stuck with me. Um, whether you know me or not, um, one of the things that you should know about me is that for my heart, when it comes to mental health, it doesn't just come from, you know, life experiences as a young adult. For me, it actually started when I was young. And I think this conversation of image issues is so important because for me personally, um, image issues were the big thing that I think initially pulled me into depression in the first place. And that was because of the fact that I was bullied for my weight, right? What started off as jokes and, you know, just quick dozens, you know, it transitioned quickly over into um, bullying and, and, and malicious intent and just acts from my classmate. And y'all know how it is, right? So, like, let's not, I'm, I'm not going to hold y'all tonight in this conversation. And I ask that you, you keep it a buck with me. But you know how it is. Like, we as kids, we could be vicious, right? We talk about each other. We joke on each other. Um, we were very cliquish. I mean, because we, we still we still do the same thing as adults sometimes, I believe. And so what I'm saying is, is that for me, this is where it started. And I'm pretty sure whether you were on the side of the individual who maybe perpetrated a lot of this or maybe you were on the side of the victim, 
either way, I'm pretty sure it's something that you've seen before. And so when we talk about prevention, one of the things that I think is so important to put out in this conversation, and this wasn't actually in my notes, but since I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it as I'm saying this to y'all, for those of you all that are parents or that will be parents, do better with your kids. <clears throat> Don't just check your kids. Teach them better. Teach them better habits. Teach them how to love those that might not look like them, that might, you know, maybe your kid is the athletic one. Maybe your kid is the one who actually doesn't look like they're necessarily in the same grade or whatever the case might be. We got to do a better job of teaching our children, <clears throat> teaching those that we mentor, teaching those that we oversee. I think it's so important, you know, in the conversation of prevention, it isn't just checking in on your friends and your family members who aren't doing well or the strong friend. A lot of the prevention actually comes from actions that we put out into the space, the atmosphere that we that we take up the 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 radius that we tend to be in a lot, whether this comes through the form of our neighborhood or our community or our work base. What are we doing in those spaces to create atmospheres, to create environments for people where they feel love, where love is is put out there and it is well received because it is well given right and so i think in the prevention conversation when we talk about image one of the things that we have a, a huge responsibility to do is to make sure that um we are being mindful of the fact that yo like no one person is gonna look the same as everybody else right um and and, and understanding that as time goes on for so many people who struggle silently with this, that this could be a real issue that can lead to something greater. Right. And in the same way that we say hurt people, hurt people and are always combated to say yes. And I believe that heal people can heal people. Let's dive into that hurt people, hurting people portion, though. Right. Sometimes the hurt people, hurting people doesn't necessarily always come from a person that's hurting from a standpoint of dealing with the same issue. But what if you and some of your own hurt and insecurities that might look different? Let's just take the conversation of image, for example. What happens when you take your hurt and you put it on someone who maybe is dealing with image issues and because of what you're going through? And the one thing that I can think of immediately that would give us an example of this would be the It movie, right? The main bully in the It movie um, and in the book. You know, he, he didn't deal with weight issues. He was actually one of the jocks, the popular kids. And he picked on uh, God. I can't remember his name. It wasn't Richie. I can't remember who the the the, the chunk, the chunky kid was in, in it. But I do remember the fact that in this he picked on him because of his weight. And the crazy part is, is that while he was the bully picking on somebody else, he was also the son of an alcoholic, abusive father who just so happened to be the sheriff of the town. So this is what I mean when I say your hurt might not look the same. It might not come from the same space. You might not be dealing with issues surrounded by body image. But what happens if you're taking your pain and your hurt from what you feel and your insecurities and you put it on somebody in this space and their their struggle is, is image, right? We see this so many times with our children, with our young adults and with our adults. And what am I saying here? The point that I'm getting to with this is that I think it's so important for us to make sure that we are being mindful of not allowing our hurtful words 
to really dive in and attack somebody in, a, in an area where maybe they can't change. I know for me at that time as a kid, because I was going through what essentially was a hereditary type of, you know, uh, stunt and growth until, you know, I became a seventh and eighth grader and I finally shot up in height and started slimming down. I didn't realize that it was temporary in that moment, but it felt permanent. And in all of those negative words, those 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 comments about my image and how I looked, they, they stuck with me. And as they stuck with me while I was in a temporary space, the words made it feel like it was permanent. And so what am I saying? Can we take a little bit more time to be knowledgeable of 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 not putting out hurtful words into the environment, into the atmosphere with those around us in an attempt to be funny, in an attempt to get clout, in an attempt to be the one that people look at for a good laugh or a joke or being a class clown or being the office clown, whatever it might be. Can we take some time back? I'm sorry. Can we take a step back and take some time to realize that our words, while they might be temporary to us, they could have a permanent effect on the people that we're giving them off to. Right. And so when we talk about suicide that can come from um, body image issues, I think it's important to understand that for me, after the words happened over a period of time, I felt like, you know what, I can't take it anymore because it didn't feel like a joke anymore. It didn't feel like what it used to be. It caused me to to come home and look at myself in the mirror and 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 think just about how disgusting I was to myself and to my peers. And because of how disgusting I was and how I looked, this is why they were doing this to me and I deserved it and I couldn't lose the weight. And so maybe I could just cut fat off of my body. Maybe I could make changes like that. Maybe this would happen and none of it did. And what it did was that for me in that moment of being a, a child that was super impressionable like most children and I think most people are when it comes to seeking validation which is what I was referring to um, with that that insert that I read you from that chapter in seeking validation sometimes we will put ourselves in positions and do certain things and open ourselves up to certain things that we normally wouldn't for the sake of being accepted. And I, I just want to encourage you all listening to this, whether you are on the side of the one who is, is, is the, the individual that somebody's looking at and wanting to impress or whether you're the individual that's, that's seeking for validation. Please hear me when I say that it is so important for you to understand that you in the image that you are in right now, you are perfect the way that you are. If it's a matter of health and needing to make some physical changes so that you can live a long and maybe a better life, I get that. But when it comes to just how we look, right, truthfully, genetically, we're all different. We're not going to look the same. If we can be completely real and honest, some of us come from girthier, bigger, you know, what we call big bone family members. But the reality is, is that we come from a different stock that looks different from other people. But hear me when I say that this doesn't make you any less than it doesn't make you any less than when it comes to your weight. 
But here's the flip side. It's not just always being big. Yes, that was my struggle. Some of the individuals that I counsel and work with, though, theirs has to do with being too small. Right. Sometimes the image issues that we deal with aren't even focused around weight. Sometimes it could be a deformity. Sometimes it's I don't like the way that my nose look. My classmates bully me because my nose is too big or it's too small or my forehead sticks out or, you know, my birthmark is on my face or maybe I'm dealing with vitiligo or whatever it might be. Understand that image issues when we talk about the body come in so many different forms, no matter how you were born or how you look, no matter how kinky or curly or wavy or straight your hair is, no no matter your complexion, um, light, dark on the scale, it doesn't matter. You are perfectly made and you are beautiful in your own right as as who you are right now. And I know that that can be hard to um, receive because of, of what you feel and some of the lies that have been put out there, whether from individuals who have spoken ill against you or whether from thought processes that you've had within your own mind from what you feel. But remember that feelings are fickle. Feelings lie to us. And because they lie to us, we've got to make sure to test what we are feeling when it comes to truth about our person, about ourselves and about who we are. Right. And and I need for you all to just know um, that this idea of beauty that we've been raised on it is not really beauty at all. Right. We've allowed individuals to create this space and tell us what beauty is. And and truthfully, we're all beautiful in our own right. That's what makes us so beautiful. We're unique. None of us are the same. And that's okay. And so as we have this conversation today, I want to do two things real quick before we close out. The first for the side, and this is how I've kind of been approaching every conversation this month, right? You have the side of the advocate. You are an individual who want to help in suicide prevention and and, and behavioral health prevention when it comes to, you know, negative outcomes, or you're the individual that's struggling. If you are the advocate today, when it comes to, I want to help and I want to be better, you might look at this and say, man, I'm trash because I've actually been the individual who's been the one talking about individuals when it comes to their body image issues. Hey, guess what? You've got a chance to make a change today. You've got a chance to turn it around and be a positive impact and influence in somebody's life right now when it comes to building them up in one of their deepest, darkest areas, an area that for many of them, they don't feel like they're going to be able to overcome or get over the hump with. So I want to encourage you all to take to turn a new leaf. Right. And here's the thing. Many times what they say, birds of a feather flock together. So the reality is, is that it's not just one bully. It's usually a group of bullies. We flow like packs of wolves, honestly. Right. And so here's the thing. You might be an individual that's making a change and maybe the people around you that's flocking, which you aren't making the change when it comes to being better. Guess what? Sometimes when it comes to being a leader, when it comes to being an individual who makes an impact positively in the lives of other people, a lot of times you will find out that you might have to take that road alone. So don't be afraid to do that. And don't be afraid to call out nonsense when you see it. I was on a leadership call for a a group of young leaders um, that I was working with a few months ago, and we were talking about bullying in school. And this is one of the pieces that I put out there, like, look, 
when it comes to being a bully, don't be the individual that's got your phone out recording the incident. Be the one that intervenes, that steps in and that calls it out the same way that we say call out racism when you see it. Call out bigotry, call out nonsense when you see it, call out hate when you see it, call out bullying the exact same way. You've got to be able to call that mess out when you see it and put those people in check, right? Stand up and be the voice for the voiceless. Yes, your voice might tremble and shake when you do it, but do it. Because the reality is, is that people will only bully, people will only put those kind of negative things out. <clears throat> until they realize that they're being held accountable by other individuals and it's typically coming from the one that they're not bullying if you are the person that says i am the individual that struggles with body image issues and my body image issues have led me into a space of feeling depressed feeling like i'm hideous or that i'm ugly or that i'm unworthy i just want to give you some encouragement as well when it comes to learning to love yourself where you are right now and who you are. And why is this so important? Um, I'll give you a, a personal story with me because it's easy for people to look at me now as the Richard who went from 370 pounds down to 200 pounds and that has been holding it steady for about five years now and, and that is constantly making physical strides when it comes to body and image. That the reality is, is that it wasn't easy. And even in the process of losing weight, I know how it is to, for me, I, because of where I struggle with my image issues, I, I felt like I would never look like the, the image that I had set. I would never look like this person or that person. And that is my encouragement for you all who find yourselves as the individual struggling with the image issues. In an attempt to stay proactive rather than reactive and to prevent yourself from going down a darker hole, I want to ask you a simple question. Who and what are you putting your hope and inspiration behind when it comes to how you wish you look? And here's the, the kick. If you are putting it behind anybody, I want to challenge you and encourage you to take a new leaf and take a new stance and not setting those types of criteria by looking at someone else as your motivation or as your icon to where you want to be. And the reason being is because they're human just like you. They take their pants off and put them on the same way you do. They bleed the same way you do. They struggle in life the same way you do. And just because you get a chance to see them in their glory physically with how they look in the moment, does not mean that you understand where they are mentally. Please don't be, be fooled by the 10% that people post making you think everything is okay. Because the reality is, is that the very person that you might be looking towards as far as image is concerned, many times they tend to be the same individuals that are still shooting for something else. What you deem as perfection, they are unsatisfied with, they are dissatisfied with, and they are hoping and wishing they can do something different. And so what am I saying? Stop setting these image barriers or bearers as the the end all be all for you and start finding the healthy life that you desire 
when it comes to you being happy and loving yourself in your own skin. Because when you can do that, you can start to combat, combat excuse me, the depression that comes along with the lies that say you will never look good or you're ugly or that you, nobody wants you the way that you are, right? Truthfully, guys, this is an internal battle. No one can fix it for us. No, no workout plan, no, no procedure, no surgery. None of those things will ever be able to fully supplement and, and, and take out what will only happen internally. And so I just want to encourage you all today, please, please, if you take nothing else from this, take away the fact that you were perfectly made the way that you are. And in, in you being perfectly made the way that you are, yes, we all have things we want to change. Go for it. I encourage you positively pursue it. But at the same time, don't pursue something just for the sake of of thinking that it's going to fill a void or a hole or a gap that's much deeper than the skin. I think I might actually do a part two to this conversation and bring another voice into the fold. So I'm going to stop for now. And I want to encourage you all to do a few things. First, make sure you stay in touch with me on social media, Richard.Taylor Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn is Richard L. Taylor Jr. And then, of course, um, my website, RichardTaylorJr.com. There, you can get info on all my books, and you can also find out more about the uh, apparel that we have. The new purpose, Greater Than Suicide Hoodies, just dropped in. The new Stronger Than My Struggle Tees just dropped on my website as well. So make sure you check it out. Listen, you are a beautiful individual, flaws and all, even with your extra skin or your tiger marks, your, your discoloration, the way that you are when it comes to your quirkiness, whatever it is, I just want to encourage you and let you know that you are perfectly made in that. And I want to encourage you to take a deeper dive and in, in embracing that portion and area of the uniqueness that is you, because I believe in doing that, you will find that the love will be the very thing that can help in the prevention of suicide or suicidal thoughts. When you learn to love you, you will then have a greater appreciation for yourself, for you, that will help you to combat those times where lies say, take yourself out of the equation. I love you guys. As always, you're not losing a life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. What is between the dream? It's the point between your present moment and your promise. I like to call that area the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. I love you guys. Talk to you soon.